Recorded live. Well, praise the Lord. Here we are at uh, broadcast 81, and we are truly thanking God for the ability to get online and uh, go forth in the Lord, praising and sharing with our sisters. It's truly a time of inspiration. Hallelujah. We pray that every woman that joins us tonight and even the men, hallelujah, that join us will not leave the air the same. We just thank God for what he's going to do tonight. And we do have our minister, Trisha uh, Duffworth, with us right now, and she's going to lead us to the throne of grace. Hallelujah. Oh, dear God, we just say thank you, Lord. We honor you for who you are, oh, God. We honor yes. you, Lord, because you are almighty, you're all-knowing, you're all-powerful. You are just a great God. You know everything yes. about us, oh, God. You know our beginning. Yes. You know everything in the middle, and you know what's happening in the end. And we thank God yes. because we know what happens at the end, too, which is victory in you, oh, God. And yes. we just say thank you, oh, God. We come before thank you, oh, God, you. tonight. Well, God, asking for a special blessing on this line, oh, God, for each yes. and every person that comes on this line, oh, God. You yes. know the need, oh, God. We ask that you meet the need in every home that is represented on this line, oh, God. We ask that you shower down, oh, God, your spirit, oh, God, as we move forward, sharing, oh, God, sharing our testimonies and even hearing from the speaker that's going to come forth tonight. Well, God, we just say thank you for the manifestation of the power that's going to take place on this line, oh, God. Tonight. God, we ask a special blessing over our speaker, oh God. We ask a special yes. blessing over Lady Tawana, oh God. We yes, just again, God, just say thank you, oh God, for what we thank know you're going God. to do. Now, right now, we just say thank you. We bless you. Uh, and in your yeah. mighty name, Jesus, thank we you, pray. Amen yes, and amen. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, mm-hmm. we praise you, God. We praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord oh, Jesus. Truly, you are great. You are awesome, and you are mighty. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Name. Yeah. Oh, glory. I hear my sister Trina on yes, the ma'am. line. Yes, Shay. Amen. We have any other sisters on the line right now with us? We want to welcome you to praising and sharing with my sister. Glory to God. They're going to be on here. Amen. We sent out the um, notice earlier today, and and many women commented. So, Lord, we just ask that you uh, cause them to remember the time, Lord, and we don't want them to miss their blessing. Hallelujah. That you quicken their spirits to remember the cause. Amen in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. All right, Trina, you have an opening scripture for us. You want to share? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Right. I'm coming to Matthew 11, 29. Today, this very moment, Jesus is inviting you, Jesus is inviting me, and to his rest, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. Matthew 11 and 29. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. God's word is always rich. Amen. And we can truly, Mm -hmm. if we just open up the word of God daily, 
amen, is food for our soul. We have to remember to get into his word daily, amen. But amen. that's when the Holy Ghost can talk to us, amen, in our weakest moments and in our moments when we're a little downtrodden or, amen, we just need to witness to somebody else. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And we hide the word. We hide the word in our hearts. Amen. Amen. Yes. That's what the Amen. Bible instructs us to do. So we thank God for his word. We thank God for the love letter that he cared enough to send it to us. Amen. That we can gain strength, that we can gain hope in his word and so much more. Enlightenment. Hallelujah. And I praise you for that. Hallelujah. For your word being a lamp unto our feet. And we glorify you, God, today for that. Amen. We have Mm -hmm. some dynamite women with us on uh, tonight's program. And I just want to share a little bit of why God um, inspired me uh, years ago to start praising and sharing with my sister. Um, it's, It's birthed from a ministry called Ladies of Destiny and Purpose International. And we're still around, amen, but some of the women that uh, started out with us have moved on to different states, but we stayed in touch through our prayer line because we we connect on Tuesdays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. with prayer, amen, and it's called the Touch and Agree prayer line. But we knew that we needed to um, do more. God was inspiring us to reach out to the women that had gifts and talents, amen, but perhaps they weren't uh, being utilized in their local assembly. So praising and sharing was birthed out of that to encourage women that have gifts and talents to get online to share what God has put down in you with other women to encourage them to use their gifts and talents. And so here we are praising and sharing our God. Amen. And lifting up his name poetry, through inspiration. Amen. Through song. We have some songbirds on this line tonight. So if you just feel led that you want to sing a a song, you have a poem you want to share, or a, a, a short inspirational reading, something that may have pricked your heart earlier today in your study time and you want to share with the sisters, now is the time. Amen. Anyone have a testimony that they want to share today? Glory to God. Amen. Don't we all? Don't. Amen. Amen. I have a testimony, and this is Trina. Last, wait, wait a minute. Yes, the Saturday before the last, I was um, uh, went to work. And that's my normal self. I am a greeter on my job. I just love speaking to people and greeting people. And I learned how to build a relationship with some of the customers because they are regular customers that come in on Saturday or during the week. And I'm just greeting all of my customers, and some of the customers I'm used to seeing was in line. And then I noticed that there was a mother and her daughter come up to the church um, where, where I was, and I was um, waiting on them, and the young lady just out of nowhere just said, can I please see your manager? And I just looked at her, 
And I got on a walkie, and I called over to my manager, and he came over. He said, what's the problem? The lady out of nowhere just said I was rude, I was disrespectful, and I'm looking at her like, me? She was like, yeah, my because we, it's like she don't want to be here. But to make it short, the other women that was in line, so immediately tears just start coming out of my eyes because I know throughout the day I just had a wonderful day. I was just feeling the presence of God, and I was just speaking to everyone and just greeting, and when she said that, it just caught me off guard. So I just filled up with emotions, just crying. And so my yeah. um, boss said to me, he said, go over to the next register, which I did. So I went over to the next register, and I, the lady that came up that was behind the other lady, she said, baby, it's all right. She said, just breathe. And I just started pouring cartons and start coming out. She said, just mm-hmm. breathe. She said, you didn't do anything wrong. That's just the devil. The lady just wanted to start some confusion and some trouble. Yeah. And she said, it's all right. And then my um, boss asked me to go into the fitting room. So I went in there and got myself together, came back to the floor. But it was almost time for me to go. And as I was getting ready to leave, he walked me upstairs when I was punched out. He said that, I just want you to know that four ladies came to me and vouched for you and said that you was wonderful. You didn't do anything wrong. That lady just really lied on you, and they were totally upset about that situation. But mm. make sure even blessed in God because I realized at the end of my shift, I came back. I was looking for some shoes. I was looking for some shoes. And just funny songs and shoes, I got back in line where I work at to one of my associates. She waited on me. Before that, a man that was sitting there dropped all his chains on the floor. Now, look at this now, three quarters. He dropped three quarters. So I picked up his quarters and put it in his hand. Of course, he said, thank you. And I said, sir, you can go in front of me. So not even thinking of anything else, I'm trying to get my stuff together, all my coupons and everything together. Then this man's wife come over to me and said, my husband wants to pay for your shoes. And I'm looking oh, like, what? Look at God. And, and oh. I just started crying. I started just praising God. I mean, even my associate that was standing there, she said, I can't cry because I'm on the clock. You're going to make me cry. And I just started praising <laughs> God right in there. And all I can say is thank you, God, because that made me realize whatever that situation was earlier, that God still had his hands on me. And he Amen. was still watching over me. So that's my testimony because God still has his hands on me, even though when you think you're having a bad day, which wasn't a bad day, because God could turn that situation into a blessing, which he Amen. did. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Thank mm. you for sharing that, because we never know who's watching us. We never know where our blessing is. It could be right around the corner for many of us this week, and I'm claiming my blessing. Amen. I'm looking for something supernatural to happen in my life. Hallelujah. That I can give God the glory, give him the praise for that only he can do. Hallelujah. Are there any other testimonies? Hallelujah. We want to keep this going. That's encouraging. (laughs) Amen. Praise God. Well, this is Cynthia in um, Sugarland, Texas. Praise God. Cynthia Richards. Oh, that's an awesome testimony to the glory of God. God is so good. You know, but he said that um, 
I forgot exactly how it goes in his word when he said those that lie on you, but um, the truth will be known. And the devil, he's just mad because he knows the blessings that God has in store for you, and he knows the greater things that God has in store for you. But no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. And I'm just looking forward to hearing some awesome testimonies from you as well, sister, because I know God is doing a great and mighty thing in your life. And keep that devil man. We're all going to keep that devil man and keep him underneath our feet where he belongs. <laughs> That's right. Amen. 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 And, just, and just shout and know that we're doing something right and God is moving here and just um, opening doors and giving us favor. I thank God for... Um, the um, prayer group, uh, Minister Tawana and the prayer group, they have been praying for um, my husband's employment. He had um, been off since November, from November to um, April. And um, they had prayed and God blessed them. And no sooner than he got on this assignment, they had um, started laying a lot of people. He worked with different contractors and they are on assignments and it's just for uh a period of time, a short period of time. They was laying everybody else off, but God gave him favor, and he kept him. You know, it was just a handful of people, but he kept him. And a lot of times my husband say, you know, it's all about who you know out here, who you know, who you have favor with, uncle or father and so forth. I said, honey, you have the ultimate favor. You know the ultimate person. Our Lord Jesus Christ, when we have favor with him, I don't care who they know or don't know. God gives us favor, and I thank and I praise God for that. And that assignment just ended today, and God had already mm-hmm. lined up another assignment that is even that much more money than that one was. So I praise and I thank God for that, you know. And and he is faithful. He is so faithful and just during that time, you know, you try not to worry or fret, but sometimes it, it tries to sneak in, but you just shake it off. And God always proved himself. He said he is our provider not to even worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will take care of the things of itself, and that he feeds the flowers of the air. How much more will he feed his children? And he is so faithful. He is our provider. He is our way maker. He always made a way when we didn't know, okay, Lord, you know, how is this going to happen? But he is faithful, and I thank and I praise God for that but always making a way and for his peace because when we're going through, um, no matter what, no matter what, good or bad times, to have the peace of God that passes yes. all understanding is is priceless, is worth any millions, billions, any material things that you could ever have. So I thank yes. you. I praise God for that as well. Praise Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We praise God for that testimony, and we know that our prayers are covering our loved ones. Amen? Yes. yes. Fervent prayer of the righteous avail of much. Amen. They may not acknowledge it right away. Amen. But they're going to soon one day come to you and say, I know you all are doing something right on that prayer line because there's some answered prayers coming forth. 
Amen. 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 I'll tell you that. Amen. He walked off. One job ended today, and God already had another job lined up. Yes, yes. Thank you. Making more. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. Only only God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You know we've been laboring, praying for your husband to get that job. And look Amen. Amen. Double overflow. Double Amen. Overflow. Praise God. I receive it in the name of Jesus. Double for our trouble. <laughs> double. Just not Amen. Only double for our trouble, but double overflow. And Amen. That's Amen. 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 Praise God. I don't want to stop this. Amen. If there's any other testimony, uh, inspiration, poem. Now is the time because we have our speaker on the line, Sister Crystal. Amen. She has a surprise tonight, too. I'm ready to hear it. Amen. However it comes. Hallelujah. So I have a testimony. And this is Sister Trisha. And, you know, I wasn't going to say anything, but when this sister started talking about peace that passes, all understanding. That's what was just coming to my spirit before she even spoke it out of my mouth. I said, okay, Lord, let me just say this. I am helping to raise a young lady. Um, She's nine years old and she'll be 10. And um, anybody that's familiar with me knows that this little girl is just like basically my little girl, you know. She's very near and dear to my heart. And I've been going through some ups and downs, you know, with her parents because I'm not her legal guardian. Um, Although most of the responsibility for things would be on me. And just all these different things started happening, and it was just so much drama. And I'm just like, Lord, you know, I feel so bad because I don't want to leave her in this situation. You know, what am I going to do? And But I kept being in the situation, and it kept being just a mess. Her mother stole money from me. I mean, just all kind of stuff was going on. And so I just heard the Lord say, just step back. And it was a hard thing for me because I've been in her life since she was one years old. And I'm like, Lord, step back. Oh, my gosh, you know how am I going to do this? And then he just checked me real quick because, <laughs> see, I was thinking that because her environment is not good and, you know, the things that are going on around her, I'm like, Lord, I just need to protect her. And he said, what? You need up? Oh. I said, oh, Lord, I repent. And he just yeah. let me know that the same thing, same thing that had to work for your good is going to work for her good. If something to be worked into something good, it has to be bad first. So how dare you take her opportunity to allow my glory to show up and show out and be revealed in her life? I said, oh, Lord, I take that off. And when I tell you, although I miss her, I have such a peace. I'm right. so grateful because guess right. what? I ain't got no kids. So I don't have to have the responsibility <laughs> for all of that stuff that I took on myself. See, sometimes we take on stuff ourselves, and then we say, oh, God, deliver me, then deliver yourself. You got it in yourself? Get out of it yourself. What I mean by that is just surrender. Surrender to God and know that he's in control of it all. And so I thank God because through that, it has just given me a peace. I still can talk to her every now and then when I'm, and I can come on and be a godmother that just drop in and drop out like I'm supposed to for real. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 
And, you know, only God, it's a blessing. It's a blessing to have an ear and heart to be open to the spirit of God. And it's not that mm-hmm. you're bragging or anything, but you say God had to take you there. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Bring you here. Hallelujah. And that, yeah. that place of here is the place of peace when you surrender and you gave it yeah. over to God. Hallelujah. And it's not always easy to get from there to here. Amen. Mm. But it's it's a blessing to have that ear, to hear the voice of God and and be submissive to it. Amen. Because you could have wrestled and said, no, I'm still, I know I'm doing a good thing by helping to raise this child. No. You know what I'm saying? But you don't heard God's voice through it all. And, and you know your tender heart was there for her, and it's still there. And, and, and like you say, you can go in and pop in when you need to see her, when you want to see her, and you can just leave, and you yeah. still have that peace. God gives us that peace that only passes all understanding. I think the Bible says surpasses. And we thank God. We thank God for every testimony. We're going to move along and and certainly, you know, after our speaker goes forth and uh, we have some more time, if there's anyone that comes on a little later and they want to share a testimony, we're always open to hear those testimonies because they lift us, they encourage us. Amen. 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 You never know who's on this line. They may not say a word, but they're listening because they need that contact. Hallelujah. You know how when we was in the world and we would be around somebody smoking weed, we get that contact. (laughs) you know ain't that, I ain't got to say nothing else God. we're going to um, open it up to Wana, I'm have sorry, prayer requests huh? can I just say something right quick um, sure. what's, what's the lady name that this year that testimony Trisha. Yeah, Trisha. Trisha, thank you so much for your obedience. I needed to hear that. I needed to hear that testimony. I'm in a Mm. situation, and I felt like I had to be the one. Ooh, you just don't. I know you do. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that testimony. That freed me. Thank you. Sometimes you don't even realize what you're doing. You just think you're doing what you need to do, not even realizing that you're trying to be God. You're trying to do those things that you're believing and trusting in him for. So I just thank you. I just thank you, and I just praise God for that testimony. Thank you so much. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's a confirmation. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Glory. Hallelujah. Thanks for sharing. Everybody, thank you for sharing your testimony. Uh, Trina, 
you have a poem, poem you want to share? Yes, ma'am. And I wanted to share this poem, and I just did this poem within five minutes. And I hope it bless everyone. Time goes by. Time goes by and slip away. Just as the sky turns from blue to gray. We are all here, but only for a short stay. Don't let life pass with words you never say. Don't live in anger with fear and regret. Seek forgiveness and lay your pain to rest. Don't judge too quickly as you may be wrong. Instead, choose to live life as an uplifting song. When tears fall, wipe them away, as they will only last but for a day. Sometimes we hurt because we care. Sometimes life seems unfair. We make mistakes we wish we could change and wonder how life could be rearranged. Second chance lasts for only for long. Reach out to others as we are sisters and brothers. There are angels in heaven that watch us every day. They look over us as we laugh and play. Live with joy, and when you lie down at night, thank the Lord and release any strife. What did I just say? Time goes by. Ooh, that was Amen. awesome. Oh, that it was, was so beautiful. And you just you. wrote that, Trina, when you said, and I had a feeling that you were going to ask me to <laughs> do a forum tonight, and I just wrote that. Yes, ma'am. I just put that wow. together. Just anointed. God. How talented. See, how talented. And it, and it kind of spoke to some of the things that we're talking about in our testimony. Right. And I, just I don't know if you all caught that. Amen. Yes, yes, yes I did. Yes, I did. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh. Well, we're going to move along because we definitely want our speaker to have ample time. And sisters, you know that we have gone over the 10 o'clock time. So we want <laughs> God to use her. Amen. And he is yes, going God. to use her. Yes, yes. Amen. But we want to definitely, since we have some of our prayer leaders on the call tonight, I want to give that um, a call-in number for the Touch and Agree prayer line tomorrow at 9 a.m. Sister Cynthia Richards from Sugarland, Texas, will be heading up that morning prayer. And then our sister uh, Cynthia Canada and Miss Trina will be on that 9 p.m. call. That call-in number is 605. Four seven five six seven one one, and the access code is one three four three three two pounds. And I'll I'll read that again. The number is six zero five four seven five six seven one one, and the access code is one three four three three two pound. And we are taping tonight's program. I'd be happy to forward that uh, link to anyone that would like to reflect on the message of the call tonight. And you can also go into our archives and hear some of the other anointed women of God that have gone forth, uh, you know, on this program, praising and sharing with my sister, because we're truly praising God. We're sharing 
Amen. And we're lifting up the name of Jesus tonight. So prayer requests. Any prayer requests? Yes, I ask that you this is trying to I ask that you uh continue um, I'm sorry, I ask that you would pray for my niece. Her name is um Sharon Gibson. She needs a lot of prayer. She lost her mom, which was my sister. She lost her uncle, which was my brother, grandmother, and uncle a month ago. And this young lady had uh, twins. She'd been on the street and everything, and now she's been on uh, mental ward, and they're trying to help her. So I'm asking that you continue to lift up Sharon Gibson and Lovey Hatcher, which is my godmother. So Sharon's last name is what? Gibson. Gibson, okay. And she just had twins. Her twins are probably two months old? They just turned two months old. Okay, two months old. And her family, uh, this was on the news in in the Detroit area, a family of three. Was it three people that were killed? Four. Four. Okay, and they invited this young man into their home to eat with them, amen, and he's, you know, been in the house before, but he came back and killed them. My Lord, oh, my God. Yeah, this was on the news Mm -hmm. uh, maybe about a month ago. So she has been on the street, right, Trina? Yes. Okay. So when we go to God in prayer, you know, your voice was a little low. I just want to make sure that they cover this sister with her twin baby uh, that's been on the street in prayer. Jesus. Okay. Any other prayer requests? Praise God. Please continue to pray for my sister, Ingrid Duckworth. <clears throat> And my sister, Elsa Duckworth. Amen. Well, we're going to open it up a little later uh, for prayer requests for anyone that may come on the line uh, a little later. But I do want you all to know that you can always send your prayer request by email to... This email address, L-O-D-P-I-2013 at gmail.com, and we will forward those prayer requests over to our prayer intercessor. Again, that's L is in Larry, O is in Oscar, D is in David, P is in Parker, I is in Isaac, 2013 at gmail.com. And Trisha is going to introduce our speaker, and we're going to let God just use her and share with us what God has placed on our heart for tonight. Amen. Amen, sisters. Well, this is a great honor for me to share um, with you a little bit of our speaker tonight. Her name is Crystal Willingham. She is the CEO of Clear as Crystal. Clear as Crystal is an art, entertainment, and media company where she is a voiceover artist and creative coach. Crystal has been 
and act, active in ministry since 1999, and is very passionate about women being whole and healed so they may experience the abundance of life God ordained for them. Crystal is also an author and is working on her current anthology project, From Morning to Morning. This project is a compilation of stories from parents of deceased children and their journey through grief. She is also the founder of Glam International, an organization that helps women worldwide escape the traps of sex trafficking. She is a wife, a mother to four beautiful children and one grandchild. So I am so honored tonight to introduce to you um, my family, my cousin, Crystal Willingham. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, cousin. That was awesome. Um, you know, sometimes when you hear your your uh, attempted accomplishments out of out of the mouth of another person, uh, brings things into perspective. At least it should. It shouldn't. Um, give you a moment to gloat, but it should give you a moment to reflect on the things that God has put your hands to do. So thank you for reminding me of that. That was wonderful. Um, thank you, uh, Evangelist Parker, for allowing me to come on. And um, I'm going to try to um, uh, be brief. Um, I, I, I can be long-winded at times. My husband tells me that. Um, but we're gonna. Um, I'm going to tell the Holy Ghost to pull on my shirt um, so that I won't <laughs> keep you um, too long, uh, but yes, um, Trisha is my cousin, and um, we are distant cousins. My father is um, a part of the Duckworth family, so um, I didn't even know um, the name Duckworth until um, I think it was the year maybe before my grandfather passed, or a year or two. I don't even remember how this came up, but um, someone said that my grandfather won an award at the Duckworth family reunion, and so we said, well, who are Duckworths? And, you know, so there's Duckworths, and then there's Duckworths with an S. And so I went on the hunt on Facebook, and um, so that's how I found um, our extended Duckworth family. So <laughs> um, thank God for uh, for that, and Trisha has watched. We have watched each other grow in social media. Um, we still have yet to meet person to person, but um, hopefully we'll be able to um, to hang out real soon. I'm coming home this summer, so um, maybe we can hook up. <laughs> um, my other uh, surprise I want to share now um, with um, Evangelist Parker, um, her name sounded familiar to me, and I kept saying in my head, you know, it's common but not common. And what caused me to actually pay attention was the spelling of your name. So I did some Facebook research, and I talked to uh, your daughter. And as I began to go through your daughter's page, I said, oh, that's where I know her from. And so I am, my family, um, are former members of International Gospel Center. Um, and so wow. you would know my family. My mom and my aunt are of the Barge family. So. Barge? Did you say yes. B-A-R-G-E? Barge? That's right, Barge. Wow, what a small world. Very, very small world. So, um, yes, I am Avetta's daughter. I don't know if you remember my mom, uh, but I'm Avetta Barge's daughter. Um, and so my aunts are Jurita and Gloria, a.k.a. Gogo. We call her Aunt Gogo. 
um, Adita, Kathy, all of those, those are my aunts. Those are my mother's. Wow. That's, that's amazing. Amazing. And I know when I see your mom's picture, I, you know, everything will come back to me because I've been out there forever, it seemed like. Yes. Yes. When you see, I, I will send you a picture of my mom. Um, my mother is still in Detroit, Michigan. I um, in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, but I will let her know um, that I spoke with you, and um, and she knows she remembers you. So I'm pretty sure um, wow. this will be a nice little reunion um, uh, with her. So um, thank you so much yeah. for the invitation again, um, and to all the ladies and the testimonies that I heard so far. Praise God for every last one of them. The lessons and the nuggets that we learn um, as we yeah. grow. Um, on our journey in Christ Jesus. Um, those nuggets are so important, and it's very important to share, which is one of the things that we do, um, you know, when, when I do things with women, um, to get them to share the things that you may even think that are very minute and small. Um, they're not. Um, they are very, very important in pushing and nudging other women, other sisters, other men as well into their next, into the next steps of life for them. Um, the smallest thing uh, releases the biggest blessing. So don't ever think that your testimony or what you have to say is so small and minute that it won't be effective. Um, it is very, very effective. You don't need a big platform to be effective. Um, so that's what I like to share most of the time, um, especially doing creative coaching when we're talking to people who have businesses and ministries and want to go to the next level. We always tell them, look for the big platform, look for your next step. Um, because every step is important. Um, and so I thank God for those nuggets tonight, and I appreciate them ever, 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 ever so much. Um, so I want to go, I want to talk to you, um, I want to talk to you about something that I ministered on a few, maybe a year ago, maybe a little bit longer than a year ago, and this message blessed me. It was in, uh, very prophetic at the moment that I ministered it because I, I had no notes. I did not know what God wanted me to say that day. Um, I had no clue as to where I was going to go. I was just asked to minister on this on this um, conference call for business, women in business. And um, and so I was kind of like, you know, like, okay, God, what do I say? What do you want me to say? I'm used to that. You know, um, if God doesn't give me a word prior to, that means whatever comes out of my mouth is going to be prophetic. And I was appreciating it because I needed it myself. Um, so as, as along with, um, the prophetic wind that came over that call, um, that wind came into my space first, and I was so grateful um, for God to uh, minister this to me. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna speak on this today because I too am digging a well um, again. So I'm, uh, I hope this encourages you, um, all the wonderful, beautiful women tonight. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do a bit of reading um, and try to be brief with it. Um, I'm gonna do a bit of reading. And we're going to go uh, to Genesis chapter 26. Now, I like kind of different versions of the Bible. Um, you know, I'm not limited to one version uh, because after you read the Bible, the Holy Ghost gives you, the Holy Spirit gives you an interpretation of what you read. So a lot of times in different versions, our Holy Spirit inspired and give a, a present-day truth is what we call that um, for what the Word of God is saying. So um, I may read the message or New Living Translation, but I'll let you know when I shift. Um, but uh, let's go really quick to Genesis chapter 26. Um, and, Lord, I thank you uh, for the word tonight. Um, let the word of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Uh, Father, bless my words and bless the hearers of the word. God, I thank you for the seeds that will be planted tonight. 
the watering that will go forth. And God, I thank you and praise you now in advance for the harvest in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. Um, so I'm going to start. Okay, I'll start at verse 1 um, in the King James Version. And there was a famine in the land besides the first famine, and, uh, and that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to Abimelech, the king of the Philistines, under Karah. And the Lord appeared unto him and said, Go not down into Egypt, dwell in the land which I shall tell thee of, sojourn in this land, and I will be with you and bless you, for unto you and your seed, and I will give you these countries, and I will perform the oath which I swear by your father. I want to stop at verse 3 for one second. Sojourn is another uh, word for temporary stay, to, to be here temporarily. And sometimes you have to go um, to get your inheritance that is sworn to you by your father. First, you got to go and make a temporary uh, place. It may not be where you're going to end up, but this journey um, in Christ Jesus causes you to go places where you're going to be temporarily. So you have to be always ready when God sends a shift and a word to you. Verse 4 says, I will make thy seed to multiply as the stars of heaven and will give unto thy seed all these countries, and in thy seed shall the nations of the earth be blessed. God gave this same promise to Abraham. So I want to speak to you about inheritance spiritual inheritance, inheritances and natural inheritance. But he spoke the same word to Abraham that he just delivered to Isaac in, in verse 4. Uh, because that Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my law, and Isaac dwelt in Gerar, and the men of the place asked him of his wife, and he said, she is my sister, for he feared to say she's my wife, lest she lest that he the men of the place should kill me for Rebecca because she was fair to look upon. Now we go back to verse chapter 20. Um, chapter 20, somewhere in the, uh, uh, maybe the first two verses, Abraham is in the same country under the same king. And when he was, and when they were asked who Sarah was, Abraham lied and told the same lie that Sarah was his sister. And here we go into, into the next generation. That Isaac is telling the same lie that they're like and saying that Rebecca is his sister. Okay, so here's the thing. A lot of times we think we have to help God on our journey. So we do things intending to be, our intent is to, is to cover and to make sure I'm going to be all right. You know? So you do things you really don't have to do. Um, to try to cover for yourself. And, then, and that means that we, we have to do a little better in trusting God. So when, on this journey that you're on, to this next shift, on this next move of God that's coming in your life, please remember that you don't have to embellish a thing. You don't have to lie. You don't have to maneuver. You don't have to shift. All, all you need to do is be where you're supposed to be when God tells you to be there. He got you back, okay? Amen. All right. So, um, and, and so this king says, I'm going to paraphrase the next few uh, verses. He says, um, you know, what did you think of me? And why did you think you have to lie to me about your wife? You know, so then he made a decree. If anybody bothers this man's wife, he's going to have to deal with me, okay? So he charged the people in verse 11. But I want to go into um, verse 16. And Abimelech said unto Isaac, go from us, for thou art much mightier than we. All right, so in verse 11 uh, through 16, um, Isaac is established in the land of Gerar, and he's very successful. He's back into the land where his father was and no longer. 
And in, in the previous um, scriptures, we have to remember that those wells that Abraham dug were now buried. So he's in the land where his father was before him, and he is successful. He's getting it, okay? Isaac is bringing in the cash. His business is successful. Um, everything is going for him. You know, you pack up from Detroit and you move to Atlanta. Okay, let me put myself in this situation. And I'm getting it. I'm, I'm getting production companies. Things are going. I'm getting successful. And they say, look, we don't want you here. You need to leave. Getting that just like the enemy? You get somewhere and you're successful, and all of a sudden everybody starts to turn on you. Because why? They thought that, that you wouldn't make it. This movie, the new kid on the block, here comes this rookie, and thinking that they're going to come in our land, and we know you got family that live here. We know that your, your father does this, and you know your mom did that. And so you, you're in this land that you think is unfamiliar to you, but something has already been established in that land before you got there. So now it's not the people that are jealous and intimidated by you, but it is because there is a spiritual inheritance seed that was planted in that land, and here you are returning to the land and becoming successful, but the enemies of God don't like you, and so they're setting you up to fail, and they put Isaac out of the land. So let's go to uh, skip down to verse 19. And Isaac's servants digged in the valley and found there a well springing water. And the herdmen of Gerar did strive with Isaac, herdmen saying, the water is ours. And he called the name of the well Ethic because they strove with him. And then he digged another well and strove for that also. And he also called the name of it Sitna. And he removed from thence and digged another well. And for that they strove not, and he called that name Rehoboth. Now, I'm going to stop right here for one second and talk about your journey so far. I don't know what you're doing in your life. I don't know if you have a business, a ministry, a family, or whatever it is that God has put in your hands to do. And you've done it once. You've done it twice. You've done it three times. And every time you made a stride, here comes somebody else to tell you that you can't do it. Here's someone else to tell you they're doing it already and better than you. Here you come with no education, too much education. I don't know. Whatever the case may be for your life, here you are in this situation, and every time you make two steps, someone comes and tries to knock you back one. You dug a well. You started the business. You got a tax ID number. You got a building. You do hair. You do makeup. I don't know what you do. You started a company. You have a book. You are an author. You wrote a movie script. I don't know what it is that you've done, but here you are doing it, and every time you turn around, somebody else takes a claim to your work. How many of you have said something and done something to someone that was so profound and you went home to yourself and said, that was good, and then they go and preach your message like they, like they got it brand new from the throne. It happens to me all the time. I tell somebody something, dude, some lady wrote a book based on something I said and never gave me one iota of credit. Some type of spiritual plagiarism happens. Everybody says, well, God owns the word anyway. Yeah, but if you open your Bible, you know that Matthew said what he said because the book is named Matthew. So then I said, well, hey, you know, to God be the glory. If people are getting delivered because of because you took what I said and put it in a book, amen. I'm going to look for any credit anyway. But just, you know, on GP, ma'am, you stole my stuff, you know. You kind of you kind of get salty within yourself, and you got to check yourself at the same time. But that, but on the other end of the spectrum, you have to make sure that you make a stand for yourself when God says that you need to. We have audience with that person, 
personally. You let them know, hey, I didn't mind you sharing my stuff in your book, but you do remember that we had this conversation. I just wanted you to know that was an original thought that God gave me that you shared. It. And, and, and you never know. They perfectly say, I'm sorry, and you could be done with it. It's happened to me before, but I'm okay. I don't, I don't hold grudges like that. To God be the glory, what came out of my mouth was, was, was able to help that person and then the other person that reads this book, right? Okay, so um, here we are, and we're digging these wells. You're digging again. You make another strike. You dig again. I don't know who I'm talking to, but someone has really been trying to start a business, and you have been going at it and going at it, and every time you make a stride, every time you make a step, someone else comes and snatch the rug out from under you. At least that's what you think. And you have given up. You have put this thing on the burner. You said, I'm done. Every time I try to do something, somebody else says, I can't do it. I went um, and did this whole, you know, single track. I put my best into it. I sung my best. And here comes somebody else telling me I can't do it. I've already did the video, and they said I couldn't do it. They said, I don't sound right. I don't look right. I'm too big. I'm too small. I'm too dark. I'm too light. My hair too curly. It's too straight. I got on weave. I'm all natural. Whatever it is that people choose to pick on you about, this is what they do. And so you've given up. You've written uh, the last sign, the last signature, and you done put that whole business in the file, and you said, well, I'll just put this in my book of mementos, and remember, at least I tried. Mm-hmm. Well, God is saying try, dig again. And so when, when, uh, when Isaac dug again and he called it Rehoboth, he said, we will not strive here. In other words, there's no more warfare. There's no more fighting. You've got to know that victory is right in front of you. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that picture where this guy has this pickaxe in his hand, and he's digging and digging and digging, and finally he decides to give up. But if he had, but the bottom picture shows that he had just hit that pickaxe one more time, he would have hit that diamond mine just one more time. And a lot of times we give up just when we, all we had to do was stick it out one more day, one more minute, one more hour, one more year. One more month, just one more something, and then we decide to give up and we walk away. And you are giving up on a dream that God gave you. You're giving up on a vision that God put in front of you. No, you don't have the big name. No, you don't have a lot of uh, people around you. No, everybody in the city doesn't know you. But this is what God is saying to you. He says that he, that his name goes before you and that your name is in the wind. You have to be obedient to the vision that God gave you. Okay, so down here, um, now this is going to bless you right here. This part blessed me so much, and it caused me to really put my feet on the ground and move again. So in verse 25, he says, he built an altar there, and he called upon the name of the Lord and pitched his tent there. And there Isaac's servants dig a well. 26, and Abimelech went to him in Gerar, and Ahuzah, one of his friends, and uh, I don't know how to say this man's name. We'll call him Phil today, uh, the chief captain of the army. And Isaac said unto them, wherefore have you come to see me? You hate me. <laughs> you sent me away. <laughs> what do you want? This is, I'm just re- let's paraphrase. Isaac said, what do you want? What, what, you, what you need? You, you, been, you don't like me? You hate me? You threw me out the club? So which, why are you here? And he says, and they said, we saw certainly that the Lord was with you. They saw it when he when they kicked him out, and they're seeing it. What? Yet again. So what looks like failure to you, come on, what looks like failure to you in the steps that you've taken, 
it looks like success to your enemy. Why? Because you didn't stop. You kept going. All right. So then he says, um, verse 29, uh, thou art wilt, thou, that thou wilt to do no hurt. We don't want to hurt you. We have not touched you. We haven't even helped you. And we see that you've done well, nothing but good, and have set your way in peace. Thou art now the blessed of the Lord. It was a setup. Okay? And he said he made them a feast, and they did eat and drink. How many of you can say, honestly, if those people that hated on you shut the door in your face, talked about you like a dog, came back to you and said, you know what? God has really been blessing you. And you say, oh, come on over to the house and have dinner. They cook you a meal. (laughs) Have a seat in my home. Come on. Let's fellowship together. Not go out to Chili's and eat. I'm talking about come to the house where you go in the kitchen and you prepare a meal. And I'm not talking about no uh, uh, pork and beans and hot dogs. You go in there and make some T-bones, some steaks, some filet mignon, and get the potatoes going real good, some steamed asparagus, and, you know, some of that good Kool-Aid. You know, you put all of that together, put it on the table, and you say, hey, let's, let's, let's talk. Let's, let's reason together. Let's have a meal. Let's fellowship. How many of you can say that you can honestly do that? I had to check myself. I had to go down the list of people that shut the door in my face, that told me no, that I couldn't do it. They even prevented me from success, prevented me from success. And I had to say, Lord, deal with my heart. So when they do come and apologize for mistreating me, that I, don't, that I treat them in the spirit of forgiveness as if they never did anything to me. That's the place where God will bring success to you. Even though, I mean, you have to forgive the customer service rep that that jumped bad with you on the phone. You you got to forgive the uh, the lady that messed up your business cards. You got to give sister so and so that messed up the cameras at the photo shoot. You got to forgive so and so that didn't write the grant correctly. Now you got to go back and peel through this whole thing all over again. And I need mean, it's a deadline, so you got to wait for this thing to come right back around again. I'm telling you, there's so many um, instances where the enemy was trying to stop progress, but God was setting you up the entire time. Now, here's the major setup. Can you forgive those that turned against you, that closed the door in your face, turned their back on you? When you forgive them and you can sit down and have a meal with them as if they never offended you, victory is imminent. I grew up in a ministry after um, after International Gospel Center I, in my early years in ministry, and one of the first things that we learned in ministry was to forgive quickly because if you're a preacher and you're in ministry, you will get offended every other day. Somebody always going to try to one-up you, <laughs> pull the rug out from you. Some people do that, and they don't even know they're doing it. It's habitual. It's, a, it's something of a second nature to them because they've allowed this part of their life to become competitive instead of how many uh, people, how many uh, harvests can we pull in as opposed to the effectiveness that you have on the harvest. If you minister to one, you have done your job. Jesus said that one came back and said thank you. That one came back and said thank you. So can you do what you do for one that you would do for 500? Okay, so forgive quickly, all right? And so um, uh, back here in verse um, 32, I'm going to skip down to 32. And it came to pass that same day that Isaac's servants came and told him concerning the well which they had digged and said, 
we have found what? Water. And he called it Sheba. Therefore, the name of the city is Beersheba unto this day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So here we are at this place of forgiveness where he was able to embrace the people that threw him up and threw him out. And he was able to embrace them. He forgave them. Even though he did, I think Isaac just got a little in his flesh. He's like, look, y'all, see me. what you want? Why are you coming to see me? Okay. You didn't want me where I was, and I was successful. Here, I'm out here. I'm, I am left. I am left. You told me to leave. I left. I got my own spot out here. I see every time I dig a well, somebody else is coming and claiming it. My father was a well digger. He had many wells. Like, here I am. I'm doing what my father does, and you all come and take that from me, too. What do you want? What you want? And they came and said, listen, we have seen God work mightily while you were in a city where you could have had any type of success you wanted had we not messed with you. And here you are making it work in a land where it's dry. You can't even find a well, and God is still blessing you. Your persistence and consistency is always going to be a blessing to someone else. But my, uh, my, my former pastor said something. They used to keep us in testimony um, uh, mode, and that was that whatever you're doing is a testament to someone else that they can do it too. And it's also, uh, you're also positioning yourself in a way where your consistency and you showing that you are going to move forward consistently in obedience to the Father is showing someone else what it takes to have stamina. You were made for this. You were built for this. You were cut from the cloth. Your DNA is of God. You, he is your father. Jesus is your brother. He is the heir to the throne. That means you are a joint heir with Jesus Christ, which is what the word says. You are a joint heir with, with Jesus Christ. You are of a royal lineage. And royalty doesn't quit. Royalty does not back down. I watched that whole series of, of Queen Elizabeth called The Crown. And you know what? She, even though Parliament was able to change some rules and make her and, and establish some rules, there were some things she was adamant about. And she was able to stick to her guns and make it happen. Other things she was not. But here is the thing. Stick to your guns. Make sure that you're consistent with the things that God tells you to do. Now, if you... Uh, close the chapter on that venture. If you close the chapter on that business or that ministry or whatever your next steps are, if you are, um, if you're guilty of that, I want you to take a moment and repent to yourself and say, you know what, Lord, I'm so sorry. You know, I just got frustrated with myself. I'm in my flesh. You know, I'm mad at the devil. I'm mad at myself. I'm mad at my sister, my brother, my father, my mother, whoever it is that offended you. Forgive them now and ask God to give you that shovel so you can dig again. Because this time when you go. This time when you dig, as you forgive when you dig, God is going to bless you and you're going to find water. You're going to find water. You're going to strike it rich, as they say. And I don't mean rich in terms of money. Riches and wealth are two different things. There's a wealth that Isaac tapped into because his father had already been there. And so for those of you who, are, uh, who don't know who your, what your uh, generations before you did, if you don't know what your mom was good at, what your dad was good at, look at what you're doing and what you're good at, your gifts, your talents. There are two things that your talent should do. It should bring in a stream of income, and it should be an asset to the kingdom of God. 
Jesus talked in fishers of men. He taught them two things. He brought, he went up on the board, the boat, and taught them revelation. And the revelation was so good that when he told them to go out and fish again after they had been out there fishing already and got nothing, they trusted him, and they were able to go out and fish, and he blessed them supernatural. They had a supernatural harvest of fish. So when you obey God, you may not understand this right now, but when you obey God and you do exactly what he's telling you to do, you go out there and fish, and there's going to be a supernatural increase. And that supernatural increase is to not only for you, but there are other people who have the same dream, same goal, same things that you're doing. You're going to be able to say, you know what, I got enough clients, I can't even handle it all. Can I pass some clients on to you? Can I send these people to your transitional home? Can I send these children over to you? You have an abundance of what we call in the church overflow, enough to where you can pass on a blessing to those that are around you. That is the supernatural increase that God is about to do for his people in this season. So I want to encourage you, get your ears to his mouth. Press in a little bit harder. Stick in the prayer room a little bit longer. Worship God a little bit longer. Study the word a little bit more and let God increase and add to you so that you can hear distinctively the voice of God tell you which steps you are to take and how so that you can have a supernatural increase in your life. God bless you. Thank you so much for letting me uh, uh, join in. And um, and then, uh, Parker, thank you so much for having me on the call tonight. God bless you. Oh, absolutely. Praise God. That was so rich. Hallelujah. I just thank God for you, Crystal. And we are closer than we think. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise Amen. God. I'm going to take the mute off if there's anyone that have any comments on the message, um, you have any questions for Sister Crystal, now is the time. And we thank God for her. We thank God for Trisha introducing me to her. We thank God for uh, anointing people, God uh, directing their paths and uh, just leading them in the way that they should go to bring others our way, that we need to meet other women of God And God truly has other women of God all over the world. We just heard one on tonight. Let's praise God for Sister Crystal, everybody. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And as I said before, for those of you that would like a copy of this message and to go into our archives to look at other women of God in your leisure time, um, please do send us a quick email, and um, you can also text me. Many of you got the text uh, notice uh, this afternoon, and I'll be happy to uh, take your email and forward that link to you. Uh, any comments, any questions for our speaker on tonight? Anyone? Yeah. This is hey, Crystal. Yeah. Hi. This is Sister, um, I mean, this is Trina. Um Okay. I'm a little bit emotional right now. You just blessed me because um, a lot of stuff that you said is a lot of change in me because um, overcoming some things and um, just on today, I I am God is doing something. I know He's getting ready to do something greater because I had to uh, transition from a church that I was going to um, from a church, which I thought I was going to be in because I like or whatever. But for me to spiritually grow into God and 
the gift that God has given me, I couldn't work in. I feel like I couldn't work in it. And God had pulled me forward. And I just joined maybe about three weeks ago, um, Sister Parker's church. And mm-hmm. I kept getting this pull. I just kept getting this pull that I needed to be there, that it's something that God wants me to do or it's something that he needs to heal in me because, like I said, there are some things that I'm still yet overcoming. And when you were talking about family and digging and stuff that how um, the gift that God has that, um, especially when you first started off that I have, like, a babysitting thing on the side, and I always want, like, a babysitting because I have a passion for children, and I love children. And that's something that I always wanted to do is just reach out to children because of my own pain, my own stuff that I had through my childhood. I said, okay, Lord, I know that you're going to use me in that area because that's something I want to be able to minister to children and work with children. And so on the side, I work with children off and on. And when you were talking about that, a lot of times people smoke you. They don't want you to grow. They just want to um, <laughs> look down on you. Um, Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm Thanks. sorry. I just um, you just blessed me, and I can't go no further. But it's some stuff that you said, and I needed to hear because on today it's some things that I'm like I'm coaching. I'm learning it, and I know I want to learn it because I know it's going to help me. But because I think a lot of, and I was just mentioning it to some of the ladies today, and because of my pain or. Because of some of the hurt or whatever, I'm afraid, okay, um, I'm not going to do it well. Maybe they're going to, you know, abuse me or holler at me or get – because I'm used to that, hearing that. So it's like in my head, mm-hmm. but I know that I'm not going to happen. So I'm still working mm-hmm. through that process. And mm-hmm. I want to say thank you so much. Just thank you because I that really helped me. Because now I know where I need to go in that What is What's your name again? Trina. I'm sorry. What? What? Uh, can you spell that for me? It's Trina. T R E N N A. Trina. Okay, got it. Trina. Um, I, I just wanted to talk, uh, talk to your spirit um, right now, um, and I want to talk to you about boldness in the in the Holy Ghost. Um, you know, a lot of times um, the enemy uh, consistently sends people who intimidate us so that we can cower or cacao and back down um, as opposed to standing up um, firm with our feet firm in the things of God and what he has called us to do. And um, so I want to talk to your spirit tonight, and I want to tell you what we what uh, we have read in our scriptures, be bold and be strong for the Lord thy God is with you. And that boldness and that courage to move forward, is, it supersedes being conceited. It is not gloating, but it's called confidence. And when your confidence increases because you know who you are, God already ordained and predestined this moment for you. And every moment where revelation is, in, is enlightening your life is a predestined moment that God has ordained for you. He already knew what was going to happen to you before it happened. He knew that you were going to left when he said go right. He knew you were going to stand when you should have sat. He knew you, you were walking when you should have ran. He already knew what Trina was going to do. And so after Trina did what she was going to do or what Trina allowed the enemy to do or even what the enemy was going to do to Trina, he set up markers before you got there. And he said, in these moments, she's going to realize this. In these moments, she's going to realize that. And what you're going to do is eventually in a, in, in a very, very, very short time from now, you're going to turn around 
and look at your past and look at everywhere that you've been, every place that you've been, every person, uh, place, or thing that you have ever encountered, and it's all going to make sense. And it's going to make sense because you're going to see how God has always been there for you, even the moments where you felt like you were alone and abandoned. I love that little poem. It's kind of corny, you know, when I try to tell it to my teenagers. But that whole poem that was, and you're a poet, if I'm not mistaken, that whole poem that, that talks about the footprints in the sand, I don't know if you've ever seen that story. Absolutely. But um, yes. that story talks about how when you turn around and you only see one set of footprints, but the reason you only see one set is because God has been carrying you the entire time. But there's going to be a time that's going to come upon you very, very soon where the wind of God is going to come and refresh you, and you're going to experience healing like you have never experienced it before, and the tears that you cry are not going to be tears of pain, but they're going to be tears of joy because the Lord says it's time for you to fly now. It's time for you to not sit on the chicken coop and tell and, and get flying lessons from the chicken. You gotta get out of the chicken coop. You gotta elevate. You gotta spend more time with the Lord, spend more time in worship. And as you do that, you your altitude will begin to build and you'll be able to tolerate higher levels of of, um, of revelation and maturity. And as you mature, as you grow, see in other words, another in, in other words, to fly like eagles, you gotta be at a high altitude. You gotta start from somewhere way high up. Eagles don't learn how to fly close to the ground. They've got to learn how to fly way high up. And God's going to throw you out the nest, and you're going to learn how to fly at high altitudes where you're going to fly above every situation that the enemy could possibly throw at you, and you'll see God's strategy working for your good. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Awesome. awesome. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God, sisters. This is Sister Brenda. I know I'm coming in late. All <laughs> this right. is Sister Brenda. I know I'm really late. I'm just getting in from work, and I looked at the clock, and I said, oh, well, I'm going to call anyway, and and I caught the last part of um, what uh, Minister Crystal was saying, um, and so just to be on the line is a blessing, and so first of all, praise God, everybody, and God bless you all. And and Sister Trina, I know that God is doing something very special and definite in your life, as the minister uh, has has stated. And it's just a blessing to be amongst, you know, the people of God. And when the word is going forth, it's a blessing to hear the word nowadays. Just to hear a word you know, from an anointed vessel and um, whether it's the spoken word, the written word, I heard our sister say to get, spend more time. That's what blessed me. She said, spend more time in the word, spend a little more time in prayer. You know, just, you know, like the song say, uh, I need just a little more Jesus, (laughs) if I may use that. (laughs) But um, I know that's, you know, one of our, uh, gospel artist songs. I need just a little more Jesus. Well, we need, we certainly do need to spend more time, um, you know, with the Lord. So God bless you all tonight, and God bless you, Minister Crystal. From what I heard, was just very blessed. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Awesome. Awesome. Who? I'm sorry. Hallelujah. What's your name? What's your name? This is Brenda. 
Brenda? Awesome. Brenda. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I see um, promotion. I don't know what you do at work or if you have a business or something, but I see the Lord promoting you. I don't like to do personal prophecies much anymore, um, but I see. Mm-hmm. I just see a big um, promotion coming for you. Whatever area that promotion is in, whether it's your job or your business or ministry or whatever, um, embrace that because it, this definitely is your time. I hear a lot of seasoning in your voice and a lot of um, maturity in your voice, and you're ready for it. Whatever it is God has uh, for you next, if you don't even know, if you don't know about it yet, if you do know it's coming, you're ready for it. So you don't have to ask God again, are you ready? Because you are. Mm, glory to God. Glory to God. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. To God Amen. be the glory. Thank you, and to God be the glory. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah. Bring it. Oh, Bring up not that testimony. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Ah, thank you. Ah, hallelujah. I'm the yeah. hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ah, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Enjoyed this tremendously. And thank you for inviting me on the line. I got in a little late. It was a little after nine, but I am so glad you invited me. Amen. I pray that uh, the message blessed you on tonight. Thank you. Certainly did. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. I, you know, I, I gotta say this. I, I don't. I, I, I didn't say this before. I wanted to, but I didn't because I, I like to be careful with some the words I use. Well, sometimes, I, sometimes I can be really cutthroat and just go for the gusto. But tonight, I wanted to be careful. Um, but one of the things I want to say to all of the ladies here: don't be um, afraid to step out there and get out there and do what it is that God has given you to do. The reason um, the Lord spoke this word to me big again was because this was something that I had done and was doing in my younger years, and I messed it up. And let's just be real. I blew it, okay? I blew it because I was in fear. I was afraid. You know, the fear comes and will suck the life out of you, and, and it will rob you of the life that Jesus died for. Jesus died on the cross for your sin, but Jesus said, I come that you might have life, and then he said, and that more abundantly. What happens is fear comes and robs you of the more abundantly part. And so when you tell people I'm a king's kid, I'm saved, I'm a Christian, they're looking at you because you're poor, broken, lonely, and by yourself, and they don't see the, the standard of royalty that is on your life because you let fear talk you out of doing things that could show forth the glory of God in your life. And so that's what happened to me. So I want to say that to all the ladies. I'm 46 years old, and I'm telling you, at this point in my life, it's almost like I'm in my 20s. I get that that, you know, I sometimes I wake up in the morning and I didn't really go to sleep the night before and I get up and I try to do what I'm getting ready to do and I'm like, ugh, can I get a do-over? Because by 12 o'clock, it just doesn't look like it. So I'm like, Lord, can I get a do-over? I just get, I just go back to sleep and do it again. And so uh, this is your do-over. This is your moment. 
this is your time. This is your moment. But whatever God is saying for you to do, do it. And don't let age stop you. Do not let age stop you. I don't know. I have a grandbaby. I'm talking to grandmothers. I'm talking to mothers. If you're over the age of 40 and you're like, well, I'm just going to let the young people handle I'm not letting the young people do nothing. If you, <laughs> if God is saying that you're supposed to be in this moment and this is what you're supposed to be doing, you better get out there and do it. You better get mm-hmm. out there and do it. I can go into my, uh, what is that guy's name? Uh, Harrison Ford, I think it was. Harrison Ford or Tom Hanks, one of those actors. Do you know the man didn't even get out there and do it till he was 40? Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. this woman's name is Jettison. She didn't start acting until 42. She won two Academy Awards by the time she was 60. Oh, wow. Wow. Great get out there and do it. Um, as, uh, uh, the Kentucky Fried Chicken Man. He was well past retirement before he fried a before he fried a chicken leg and sold it. <laughs> yeah, because he always he always looked old. If you think about it, he always he looked old. He looked old. Oh was old. So I mean, go in the kitchen and get you some seven herbs and spices and throw that thing together and make you some sock and chili cake or whatever it is that you think you can't do Man. because you think you past a certain age. But get that. Do it. I'm telling you, mm. Jesus was, I mean, come on. It, he had to live 30 years before he got into ministry, and he was more impactful in three years than he would have ever been if he had started preaching at 12 when his mama had to go get his little tail out of the out of the temple. He was back at the temple hours later <laughs> telling the people what to do. He probably could have ran a church mm. by then, but he wasn't ready. So just because you didn't do mm. it doesn't mean you were ready. Maybe you're ready now. This is your moment. And you can do more in the next three years than you ever would in your entire lifetime. Mm. Amen. Uh, don't let age stop you. 
I told someone mm-hmm. that I have I've been blessed to do more um, being visually challenged than I was when I had sight. Wow. Uh, so mm-hmm. I, I thank God, and I'm still moving. Um, I, I'm, I, I'm really excited because I'm watching my kids and my grandkids do things, and they're taking off because I think whatever was, I know whatever was in us, uh-huh. Whatever was in the older generation, I'm watching it pour into the younger generation. I'm watching them pull things together and begin to create. And so I really believe that um, it's never you're never too old uh-huh. to, to do what God has called you to do. You just got to listen. And the way that you hear him, I really believe the way you begin to feel and hear him, is through praying in the spirit. Now, I know not everybody will do it and everybody believes in it, but when you pray in the spirit, it gives you, it it brings you, uh, the Holy Spirit began to reveal things to you. And you get this revelation, and from this revelation, you become illuminated. Things become illuminated. And from this illumination, there's a great, you know, you begin to be transformed. So I truly believe that every gift that God has given us, I don't believe in wasting any gift because he gave it to us. And when I talk to people, I say, it's like someone give you a a, a diamond ring. Mine's, I, I want a, a ruby, a ruby red diamond ring. And, and you take that diamond ring and you look at it and say, oh, this is nice. And you throw it on the floor, throw it under the bed. And I I think this is how it is when God gives us gifts and, and we just waste it. And so when I see a person with a gift, my children, my grandchildren, I have great-grandchildren, well, so don't let Grandma know what you can do because she's going to be on you. <laughs> so I, I, I'm really blessed to hear in your word, especially when you say, when you mention about age. And, yeah. and I sure appreciate hearing that too. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for sharing that, Cindy. Amen. Sometimes the little things we take for granted mean so much to others. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Well, Sister Crystal, uh, do you mind taking us off in prayer? Amen. Um, there's a few prayer requests that came across your hearing. Okay. And if you would um, pray, and we just thank God for you again. And we'll have you back. Amen. And I hope to meet you and see you when you come, you know, to Michigan. You said in Amen. July. Um. No, I didn't say July, but that may be when. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, my, dad. my dad just left here, so uh, but you know I do. I need to get home and see some, you know, see my family. I haven't seen them in a while. Um, but um, yes, I'll be, I will uh, make sure that I I, uh, I make my way um, to you and um, and Trisha as well. This is pretty. Um, um, I, I just kind of tickled. I was really, really tickled um, today when I figured out who you were. And um, I remember you. 
Um, and really? I remember you car- yes, I remember you carrying your children. And um, and I always said, you know, um, I remember your height. Your height was probably the, the most uh, memorable um, thing for me. Um, and your husband, I remember um, he sang. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely remember the mustache. Um, and, I used to, and, and the saxophone. And the reason I remember oh, that is yes. my father plays the saxophone as well. So I, I believe your husband and my dad have probably had some conversations um, as well, um, you know, back then. My mm-hmm. parents aren't married anymore. Um, but um, there's just certain things you just don't forget. I'm very nostalgic when it comes to things like that. Um, you know, uh, music and smell is how I remember things. And um, and But one of the most memorable moments, and I'm sharing this with everybody because you just never know um, those moments in your life. You've been somewhere and you've done something. You think it's insignificant. It is not. It is not. I was, as a matter of fact, I shared my husband my, my, uh, the few years I spent at International Gospel Center, and I said it was the first time I ever heard the word apostle, and I had no clue what it was. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't know what that meant. Um, but they made sure that we knew that man of God was an apostle and that he was. Um, but one of the biggest things I remember was his big hands. Oh, and yeah. Was, you know, and I'm, I'm a little girl. I was only nine or eight years old. So to get okay. that big hand on your forehead and, you know, get an usher on the side just in case you, you know, really took a dip. Um, it was, you know, never forget that. So I might never forget shouting in the corner in one of those little corners with archways and, you know, just pick your corner and go in. And go for it. You stomp a hole in the floor and get a breakthrough. And and I remember, you know, shouting, breaking off in the church like I'm like these people are lost their mind. And then one day the Holy Spirit hit me, and I lost my mind with y'all. So, you know, um, I, I thank God for those moments because those are the moments that I remember where He preached certain messages and certain things. I remember when Elder Hinton used to, Apostle Hinton used to come to the church, and the very first message yeah. he ever preached that I remember was that we need another dip. And I thought it was the most comical message I had ever heard. And so because <laughs> I have a sense of humor, you know, I, because of him, I can be comical when I minister now. It's okay, you know, but I could be me. So these moments are so significant. Um, so I just want to say that to all the ladies before I pray. You know, God is going to start bringing some things back to you. Remember, she's going to start remembering when you were a little girl. You're going to remember on a dress in high school. You're going to remember um, baking a cake with grandma in the kitchen, and you're going to remember, um, you know, singing in a talent show in middle school, and you rocked it, but you were too scared to get out there and do it again. You know, you got to remember those moments. These guys are going to bring them back to your remembrance, and those are the moments you're going to remember what you were called to do. You go back and do it, and this time when you do it, you're already seasoned, you're already mature, and you're already ready. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So there was a um, a prayer request I heard um, about the young lady um, who was with the uh, twins. Was she, with the yeah, twins. is she a relative of the deceased uh, family? Yes. Okay. And right. she's related and to Trina. She's related to Trina. Okay. Okay. And the other prayer request was. I heard I heard there were two. I know that um cousin Ingrid and oh, um, Elsa. And Elsa. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there was one more. Lovey Hatcher, my godmother. 
Okay. What her last name is Patcher? No, Hatcher F H. Hatcher. Hatcher. Got it. Okay. All right. Praise God. Well, Father, we just thank you. Uh, for this time yes. of fellowship, God, we thank you yes. for bringing us together. Father, you said in your word it's written where two or three are gathered in your name. Um, you are in the midst of them. And even though we are not physically gathered, Father, we are gathered in this one place in the spirit. Father, we have come into agreement with your word. We have come into agreement with one another. We have come into mm-hmm. agreement through testimony. And now, Father God, we come into agreement in prayer, believing that what we petition and lay before you, you will answer. In Jesus' name, Father, we just thank you, God, for every woman. I thank you for every woman that's on the call tonight. I thank you for every ear um, that has an ear to hear what the Spirit of God is saying to your people. Um, No matter what voice it comes out of, what vessel it comes out of, we thank you, Father. We have ears that are ready and willing and open to hear what you have to say. God, we thank you for the word that you gave us tonight, even to myself. We thank you that the word was seasoned. Hallelujah with oil and season with your glory, God. And we thank you, Father, that the glory of the Lord uh, will be and continue to be revealed through your word tonight. God, I thank you for miracle signs and wonders that will happen, Father, as a result of this call and this prayer. We declare it even now, the miracle signs and wonders follow us because we believe. God, we thank you for the miracle of togetherness. We thank you for the miracle of forgiveness. We thank you for the miracle of family, God. We thank you uh, for the sign that you've given us, that it is you, um, that has been carrying us this this far. I thank you, Lord God, for the miracle that you're about to do on this call tonight. God, we call for every assignment of the enemy that will cause the, uh, the body of the individuals listening to this call to break down. We come against every... Um, uh, the spirit of infirmity, we come against you and we bind you up, we cast you out in Jesus' name. And we yet believe God for the miracle of healing um, in Ingrid and Elsa's body today in Jesus' name. Father, we don't back down, we don't back up, but we stand firm on the word. Your five his stripes, they were healed. Even before this moment in time, they were healed already. So we thank you for the manifestation of healing in their bodies even now. We command every cell, every bone, every muscle, every organ, um, every um, expendage, every nail. I don't care what it is, God, even the hairs on their head, which you know the number of, by the way, Father. We thank you that even that is written in heaven. God, we thank you that their healing, their moment of healing is already written in heaven, and it will manifest in the days to come. It will manifest, Father, so we can see it in the land of the living. And, God, we thank you that you have extended their lives. You have stretched their lives even the more in Jesus' name. And, Father, for every second that they have spent in a hospital, for every second they have spent under a knife, for every second that they have popped a pill or a prescription bottle, we thank you, Father, that you're going to replace double for their trouble, God, that they will experience laughter, they will experience joy, and they will experience healing in their body even more so than they ever have before. Father, we thank you, God, that you're doing creative miracles in their bodies. We, we speak new lungs. I speak... Um, I don't know what that is. I speak new lungs. I speak new blood, blood transfusion. Mm. I don't know who it is. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. Supernatural blood transfusion in her body. Yes, even God. now, in Jesus' name, Father, let the miracle of your blood flow through her mm. in Jesus' name. God, yes, thank you, God. Lord. They will not succumb to the spirit of infirmity, but they will walk victoriously in their days. In mm. Jesus' name, yes. Father, we thank you for this for this woman um, who is displaced. 
and misplaced. God, I thank you that you are going to send not just healing to her heart and to her and to her family and to her children, God, but that you will open doors for her that no man could shut. Father, I remember the days where I had no home. I remember the days I had no place to stay. And you took me to a house fully furnished, five bedrooms. All of the houses, all the bedrooms were fully furnished. All we had to do was take a shower and get in the bed. We didn't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. And God, the same miracle that you worked for me, you're going to work for her. God, I thank you, Father, that oh, yeah. will give us to her bosom, bosom, that she will experience an increase like she has never experienced before. And, Lord, I thank you, God, that you, even if you have to shift her, into another state. You have to shift her to another city. Whatever it is, God, that you say that she needs to do in this moment in her life, that she can hear you and that she will not be afraid. God, I thank you, Father, that even now as she as she uh, cries tears of pain and tears of grief, God, you said you bottle up every tear, that there was a room yeah. in heaven even for the tears that we shed. I thank you, Father, that her tears are bottled up. And every time, Father, she said she sheds a tear, let her feel your presence and your spirit on her in Jesus' name. We come against the enemy that will try to taunt her and will try to make her feel that she's insignificant. We know that the enemy does not care anything about her. He doesn't care that she's in pain. He doesn't care that she's grieving. All he cares is that she. That, um, that she will never experience victory. But we know that the devil is a liar and the truth isn't in him. And she will experience victory beyond what she ever asked or thought. You are able to do exceedingly abundantly. We thank you for the exceedingly and abundantly portion of her life. God, we pray for the Hatcher tonight, God, whatever it is that is on her, um, and on her life and whatever it is, God, that you would have Miss um, Hatcher to do in this season of her life, God. We thank you, Father, yes, that you are sending a refreshing wind to her life. Oh my God, God we thank yes. you, Father, that every turmoil and every um, battle that she's fought, Father, that she will no longer feel the effects of that fight. She will no longer feel the effects of that war, God, but you blow a wind, a refreshing wind in her life, God. You blow away the ashes of the fires that she has been in and she has been through. And, God, we speak that word, think it not strange, the fiery trials that come against her as if some strange thing happened to her. But it is because of the glory that is about to be revealed in her life. God, we release the glory in her life, Father. We release and we send, Lord God, uh, uh, blessing her way, God. We ask you to bless the work of her hands, whatever is going on with her hands, Father. Bless the work of her hands. Heal her hands, God. We come against arthritis and um, and gout and things that would try to hinder her movement of her hands. Carpal tunnel, we rebuke that in Jesus' name, Father. We thank you that the angels of ministry will go and perform therapeutic surgery on her hands, God, that you will replace every muscle and nerve that was damaged and that she will begin, God, to walk in fullness of healing in her hands and her feet. In yeah. Jesus' name, Lord, we thank you, God, that the enemy will no, she will no longer hear the enemy say that it's over, that she will no longer hear the enemy say that she's done, but she will now hear the Spirit of the Lord speak to her and say it is your time, it is your season, and you go forth and do all the things that God has called you to do. God, I pray for every woman yeah. on this call and for the uh, and for the leader of this call, Evangelist yeah. Parker and her husband yeah. and her wonderful yeah. children and our entire family. God, I thank you that you yeah. have shown me tonight. You have shown me tonight how faithful you really are. Father, I have ran into so many friends and other people that have fallen out of the race, fallen out of the wayside, or are dead. But, God, I thank you for sending this woman, God, back into my face to show me that you are faithful. 
that you do not forget your children, that you do not forget us, God. Your names are written upon your lips, oh God, and you have not forgotten us. Lord, I thank you, Father, that every woman tonight will know that she is not forgotten. She is not forsaken. She is not left out. Whatever it is that God has for you, the Lord says you are not left alone. You are not forgotten. You belong to him. If you're believing God for a husband, keep believing. If you're believing God for children, keep believing. If you're believing God for a new church home, keep believing. The Lord says he has not forgotten you. So, God, we thank you for the word of God. We thank you for the encouragement, the exhortation, edification, and comfort that you have sent towards us. And we thank you, Father, that we will not let one seed fall, God, that we will take these seeds into your presence, and we will allow this seed to be watered so that we can see an increase in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you, Father. I don't know who I'm talking to, but the Lord says there's going to be a seven-day turnaround for you. I don't like doing this kind of stuff, but I heard it just now seven days. The Lord's going to mm-hmm. give you a miracle and, um, and do something so supernatural in your life. And when it happens, you're going to forget for a second that God says seven days, but when you do remember seven days, the Lord says rejoice, because then seven days mm-hmm. later, he's going to bless you yet again. So I thank you, Lord God, for the manifestation of your word, and Lord, I thank you, Father mm-hmm. God, that you're speaking to your women tonight in Jesus' name. God bless you. Lord, we bless you tonight. We say hallelujah. We glorify you right now. This is our praise to God for the end result. Thank you, Jesus. God is going to manifest a miracle sign and wonder in your life. Let this moment in time increase your faith as you begin to rejoice and thank God for it. In Jesus' name, thank your heart to the earth right now. We praise God for this moment right here. It's going to trigger something in the atmosphere and you're going to experience and it's manifestation of what you are believing God for. Hallelujah. 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 Lord says, remember that the uh, the that Judah sent a sound um and that helped them win the war, but this is but what happened years later when Jesus was in the same vicinity when the blind man said, Um, heal me. He called out to Jesus that he wanted to be healed. What happened, the Lord said showed me that when Judah said that praise, it was still relevant and it still ring. It still it was still ringing years later after Jesus came to that same spot and performed a miracle. So the Lord mm-hmm. says, if you release a praise right now, it's gonna it's gonna mm-hmm. send out sound waves for that moment that that manifestation of victory is gonna happen for you if you release your praise tonight in Jesus' name. from the Lord on tonight. Amen. Big glory. Hallelujah. Uh, Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes, God. 
every word from the Lord that she gave, amen, if we just reached out, it, it's for all of us. Amen. 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 We didn't have to be in this place tonight, but we were obedient to the voice of God to gather together, sisters. Hallelujah. Kindred spirits. Hallelujah. Loving on God, sacrificing ourselves Mm. before him to be on this call tonight to praise and lift up the name of God. Because, yes, a lot of us want to sit down and watch TV, chill out before we go to bed. Amen. But it took something for us to sacrifice and deny ourselves to be on this call. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. We thank you for the solemn assembly that have gathered here tonight, Lord. We thank you for the crystal, Lord. But we thank you for overflowing and showing out for her in her business, Lord. Opening doors that no man has done from the Hallelujah. We thank you for the manifestation of it, dear God. Yes, Hallelujah. We thank you for the testimonies that are going to come forth. Hallelujah. Even on our next call, we're going to be praising and lifting up your name, God, and testifying of your goodness from this call. Amen. The words that we've spoken into our hearts and our lives and our minds and our spirits. We thank you for God. And we don't yes, take it for granted. We don't take it for granted, Lord. Hallelujah. We love you on tonight. We love you, Lord. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God. Well, praise God. I love you all. Till next month. We love you too. Amen. 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 Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night, and God bless everyone. Good night. Good night. Praise the Lord. Praise God. God bless our minister and everyone. Amen. Good night. Amen. Good night.